We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. How are you doing, Minnesota, the upper Midwest, uh, the entire region? That I, I know that there are many people listening to us right now that in other states as well because our signal carries so far. I hope you're doing well. I hope that uh, you are coping, that you're managing. Maybe, maybe you found a small bright side, that you're spending more time uh, with your family. Maybe you're spending more time cooking. Maybe you're spending more time reading. That's a good thing to be able to do in the midst of this. Uh, David Schultz, uh, it's, it's just a different time. Soon you'll be able to garden. You must we'll be looking forward to that. Well, I'm hoping we'll be able to garden soon, and we'll start our indoor garden, um, our seeds, in probably about another two weeks or so, probably still a couple of months away um, from getting a serious garden in. But yeah, um, the uh, we're, we're, we're hopeful. But I was going to say is that um, one of the things that I've had to learn how to change also is that I'm teaching online, and I feel like I'm starting from scratch again, learning how to, to do all this online, digitally, interact with my students in ways that I'm, just, I'm not going to see my college students for the rest of the semester in person um, because, you know, we've gone all online. So now getting used to being able to work with people that way, much in the same way that almost everybody out there who's probably listening um, is having to learn how to, in so many situations, interact with people um, from, a, from a distance in ways that they haven't done before. So it's, it's an experiment for all of us. But I will say, I don't know if you're noticing the same thing, when I did a class the other day, and I was using one of these, uh, I was using Zoom to do it. I'm not advertising for anybody. I'm using Zoom, to, but you get to sort of see people, you know, in terms of their, um, uh, not just hear, hear them, but get to see them. I saw an awful lot of very happy dogs and cats um, who are getting a lot of attention right now. Right. <laughs> they were all at home with their, with their pets. Yeah, it's... Um Although I did, I did hear that there was a large corporation that had a, a Zoom meeting, and somehow they were hacked, and there was pornography emerged in the middle Ooh, of the Zoom I've meeting. So, right. so I guess you got you got to be careful there. But it's you know it, it's got to be a di- you know a difference in an adjustment. Now, have you been told by as Hamlin said, listen, this is this is it for the rest of the year. I mean, I, I don't know when they get out. It's probably pretty soon in in May, which isn't that far away. Yeah. Well, our, we, well, first we first we were told about a week ago, 10 days ago, that we were just going to go for, extend for a couple of weeks. So we were going to take our regular spring break, which actually started yesterday, started yesterday, started today, today's Saturday, and for a week, but then we decided to start it a few days early and push it till April 1st and then sort of evaluate. But then eventually the decision became that 
we're just going to go online for the rest of the semester. So there are a lot of schools, University of Minnesota, I know St. Thomas, um, we're doing it. I suspect most of the colleges in the area are opting to go online at this point, which is, of course, creating lots of disruption, too, because for students who are living on campus, um, there's concerns about, um, about, you know, about living in a dorm, you know, if anything oh, gosh, starts to yeah. spread there. It's, if they leave, what are they going to do about um, food plans, et cetera, et cetera? So this is, this is just taxing um, people on so many different levels that we probably would have never had thought about before. Right. It's, it's so, um, yeah, it, it, it really is. It really is. When does Hamlin officially end? The, the last day of classes are actually May 15th. Oh, that's, so that's not super early. Not super early. We're just at midterm time now, and then, and then the following week is exams and, and at graduation. So let's say, you know, mid to third week of May, by the time everything is over. Um, I know there are some schools in the country. Um, I have a friend, some friends who teach up in Maine, and I think it's the University of Maine system. Some of the schools have just declared it over for the rest of the semester because Part of the difficulty is that many students do not have access um, online to be able to listen to lectures. Um, I know I have, I asked this last week, um, I have several students um, who who are relying upon the university computers for being able to, you know, to do their work and so forth, because not everybody can afford a laptop or, right. or, or a desktop. And so we're struggling with trying to figure out if we're going to go online, how do we deliver um, um, a, a, a class online? And I know in some situations, some students are opting to say at this point, well, maybe I'll just not come back. I'll ask for my tuition back. Um, so a lot of tough choices. And then also, I have to think about, and our high school is struggling like everybody else, with how do we, how do we maybe change the grading process at this point? Um, a lot of schools are now giving students significant options for, for pass-fail or late withdrawals. Um, these, these are all very complex um, issues right. that we're having to work and, and out. How do, you, how do you do an exam yeah. Virtually, yeah. I mean, I... well, for me, it's you know, since I always do take homes. Um, oh, so there, the, there you go. Those, yeah. <laughs> okay. so, so for me, that's going to be fairly easy. Yeah. I'll send out the exam. I'll have them send back something to me, you know, in a you know, in a PDF or a Microsoft or a Google Docs or something. So for me, it's not that complex. Although I did have one of my classes that had midterms due due in. Um, before all this happened, and so I've got a stack of midterms that I graded, um, you know, hard copy that I can't get back to my students, um, you know, in, in, you know, physically. So I'm going to have to. So I told them, I sent them an email and said, what I'm going to do is um, um, write up a bunch of notes regarding um, my evaluation of your paper along with the grade, and then send it to you so you have some feedback, um, um, because otherwise I can't give these exams back to them this semester. Right. It's it, it's it's. A different world, a different world. Um, let's let's talk about. We sort of got a little bit, you know, kind of going into it um, in our previous half hour. The president obviously dismissing this threat and initially, but now completely all in. Um, and in fact, there have been surveys that show that a majority of American people actually approve of the way he is handling. This, but it it is it, this crisis. But all these polls are, you know, to a certain extent, a few days old now, maybe even a week old. And clearly, the president has seemed very um, 
defensive, frustrated. I, I, I can't imagine the pressure, um, but uh, he was asked by um, an NBC reporter uh, a few questions about, you know, sort of justifying the, the response and, and the, the problems with the testing. And then, he, then the, this reporter, Peter Alexander, asked a follow-up. So what would you say to American peop- the American people who are, many of whom are scared, which is, I think, a fair question. Mm-hmm. And he went off saying, you're a bad reporter, you're a terrible reporter or whatever. And it was just a moment that I think even the president's supporters would have to kind of look at and say, this is not doing anything for anybody. Um, what do you... How much, how much in the midst of this campaign, and we have to talk about the campaign too, but, but how do you think it's going to wear day after day after day if he's on TV like that? Well, I think there's a couple of observations here. You know, one of them is, is he's, he's, he's connected himself to two, two events um, that his presidency is going to live or die by. First, of course, it was the economy, you know, that... Yes, and the stock market. And the stock market, and all of the gains that occurred um, during the three years that he was president on Wall Street have completely evaporated now. I mean, I've seen numbers that say, what, how many trillions of dollars have just been lost in about a two-week period. So he's, he's lost the economy for now, and... Now, and it, it only looks like it's going to get worse. It's only going to get worse, yeah. I was listening to the you know, CBS at the head of the hour when they were talking about some of the projections in terms of you know, the crash of the GDP that, we, that may be coming that we haven't seen since, the, since 1929. So um, we don't know, but it's going to be pretty bad. But the second thing is, is that while on the one hand he's getting, I think, high marks now are getting decent marks for leadership in terms of addressing um, COVID-19. The fact that he's so involved in it, so intimately connected to it right now, could potentially backfire if, if as most people are projecting, it gets worse and worse, um, because it's, again, we know it's not going to turn around very quickly. And the fact that he has these press conferences where he seems to be at times at war with his his own health specialists, or or, or, or giving giving out information on on drug trials, right? Because for yeah. us right now, like all our guys are back home. You know, we've had some international kids on our roster. We oh. sent them home to, with the travel bans and everything going on. There's a lot of uncertainty. So for these incoming prospects, you know, we got to give them as much certainty as we can and comfortability that we can give them to let them know that everything's going to be all right. We still want you to be a part of our program. We'll navigate through this. But in the meantime, this is how we're going to kind of try to do things. And like I said, being creative about different ways to to show them our value for them. No question about it. We're talking to Gamalia Legby, assistant men's basketball coach, University of South Dakota here on Lake Night on News Talk 830 WCCO. And – you know, you just mentioned something. I wanted to go, go a little bit deeper into it. What are some of the types of alterations that your players that you already have in your program that are returning next year, what are some of the things that they're currently having to deal with? Because we're seeing all these different stories about, like, the NFL, according to, I guess, today they've shut down their facilities. All these other places are shutting down their facilities. Kids are going home, and they're being sent away from campuses. So what is it like for the kids that are already in your program in terms of, like, the communication and, and what they can and cannot do? Yeah, that's great. I mean, we were 
uh, preparing to play in some postseason play after our conference tournament. And so when everything happened, obviously all the postseason tournaments got canceled. Those all got shut down. And then next thing we know, they're saying, okay, we can't have anyone in the facility. Uh, everyone's got to stay away from campus because during, during our conference tournament, it was during our spring break. So they extended spring break another week. So we told our guys to stay home another week. And we just got word today that we're officially going online. So it's been challenging. Uh, during this time, though, we've kind of kept our weight room open. And we were allowing small groups to be able to come in and lift, do, lift in the weight room. Um, but then that also got shut down. So now it's, it's a clear cut. We don't want anyone on campus to kind of help do our part in social distancing and not spread the deal. So we sent everyone home. So right now it's just constant communication, make sure they're staying on top of their academics. If there's a way those guys can get in the gym, if not, try and give them activity they could do at home. I mean, it's just like back back in high school when you're kind of just coming up in the scene, even in middle school where you know you got to do the drills in your basement, in your garage, ball handling skills. It's probably what a lot of kids are going to be doing now. I know for my own kids, they're outside shooting in the hoop because that's all they can do right now. So probably just give them drills they can do on their own in their driveway, in their, in their garage, in their basement. Uh, to kind of keep them active, and obviously you see kind of the ten day push up cha- the ten push up challenge going around. Yeah. So again, it's going back to being creative to find a way to keep those guys active and still in decent shape. Obviously, they're not going to come back in shape, but the best we can do is just find different activities for those guys to do that they can do on their own. But for us, everything on campus is shut down, and I would be shocked if that's not happening around the country. Give him a follow on Twitter at Coach underscore Gamble, which is spelled G-A-M-E-L-I. That's his Twitter handle. Uh, a couple of final things, and then we'll let you go, Gam. Um, like, like when you when you think about all the kids that you recruit, and you do a good job of recruiting, and you, and you if, if a kid can hoop, you don't care where you find them, right? You, you're, no. you're looking at Illinois. You're looking at Wisconsin. But let's be honest. You're from here, and, and you like yep. recruiting Minnesota kids as well. Um, any yep. Minnesota kid that's out there that's listening to this interview right now, what do you have to say to any potential prospect? Um, get past the name of the University of South Dakota. We have great facilities. We have a great coach in Todd Lee. Um, we have a great program, a great team, and at the at the end of the day, you come here and get a great degree. The University of South Dakota, the community of Vermilion, South Dakota, is very passionate about their men's basketball program, and we're a program on the rise that um, um, that is looking for kids that are wanting to leave a legacy, and so anyone that has strong belief in themselves and and is willing to go to a place that's relatively, in the college basketball world, unknown, South Dakota's a place for them. No question so, about it, man. How's your brother doing, man? Your brother's in basketball ops with uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves. How he doing right now? He's doing great. Uh, like I said, obviously at the NBA level, it's a whole other deal because obviously yeah. those guys are a million-dollar men, so, and <laughs> best, the best athletes, so we got to make sure all those guys are – safe and you know um so he's doing what he's supposed to do he loves what he's doing with those guys he loves being part of the game of basketball he loves being with the timberwolves he loves his experience right now uh, i actually just got off the phone with him before you called and 
he's just trying to navigate as well. I think this is kind of what everyone's going through. The, the yeah, yeah, the uncertainty, the unknown of what's going to happen, and everyone's like, okay, everyone's cramped up in their house because they're saying don't go anywhere, and everyone's just trying to navigate through all of this. So it's uh, it's a crazy time, but you got to look at the the great things about it. if you have a family, you're probably a made time to spend time with your family. You get to have family dinners that now doesn't happen in the world that much. Um, yeah. You're getting to tuck your kids in bed if you work late. You know, you're getting to play board games. I know I got to play Scramble and Monopoly with my kids. So you're getting to go back to your earlier days in the 70s, 80s where you spend true family time, and that's probably a blessing for most guys. Hey, Gam, I appreciate the time tonight, man. I, I know one thing is a, a certainty, that you're going to continue to do a good job at the University of South Dakota, man. We'll, we'll talk down the line, bro. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Love being on. All right, Love take what care. you're doing, Henlake, man. Keep it up. All right, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate that. I, I truly do. That's Gamalea Legbe. He's the assistant men's basketball coach at the University of South Dakota, courtesy of the Centerpoint Energy Home Service Plus Hotline. Really good dude, man. Up-and-comer in the basketball community. All right, coming up next... Former Viking whiteout Stephon Diggs, he got Twitter a little bit heated up earlier today. Why? I'll tell you next year on Lake Night. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 